welcome to Making Business Profitable with EGS. What is EGS? It's EBITDA Growth Systems. What is EBITDA? EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Why is EBITDA important? Because it tells you how much your business is worth. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back. Well, good morning. You know what, uh, Mike, I hear you got a little bit of news to share. Um, I do have a little bit of news, and I'm not sure if it's good news or bad news, but it is news. Um, it's good news for your baby. Yeah, my, my, uh, my daughter, Jessica, is uh, part of... Uh, 18 astronauts that have been identified to be, take part on the Artemis moon uh, mission. So she's uh, may or may not be the first uh, woman to, to step on the moon. So that, that's kind of exciting, but uh, for Carolyn and I, it's, uh, it's, it's frightening at the same time. Well, uh, a very sincere congratulations to you and your family. And Jessica, I'm sure Jessica listens to all our podcasts. Uh, everybody back home is super proud of her. Yeah, yeah, I think she's listening to it and while she's flying the jet. You know, we just we give her some rhythm while she's flying. It's like Top Gun had had their tunes, you know, in the background. She has, you know, even a girl totally. systems making business profitable. I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let's today we're going to talk a little bit about a a brand promise that's too good to be true. You got any stories there? that kind of lend itself to, oh, that's too good to be true, I'm going to dismiss it. Yeah, you know, what we're talking about, Jessica, um, you know, when you have a brand promise, you know, that people will just respond with, like, whatever. It's sort of like when Jessica was in the second grade and she came home and said, hey, I want to be an astronaut. She'd gone to the Smithsonian Institute and she saw, you know, the rockets and she, because I want to be an astronaut. And of course, we're like, great, honey, this is America. You do whatever you want, and her teachers are encouraging her. Well, you know, this is second grade. Well, by the fourth and fifth grade, the teacher's like, oh, you should have a plan B in case plan A doesn't work. And then by the time she's in 12th grade, uh, she's not even wanting to share her aspirations with her teachers or her classmates because they're laughing at her, like, you know, whatever. And uh, so I think, you know, I, I, I think that people, um, aren't necessarily cheering other people on anymore. You know, it's so important that not only as a business, but as people, we have a vision for what we want to do. And you know what? Good on you for grabbing hold of that vision and going for it. And, and the fact that she knew what she wanted to do in second grade is phenomenal. I mean, there's, it's an anomaly. It's not normal. Oh, it's not normal. No, but not uh, normal. I don't think anything about Jessica is normal. She's a, uh, She's extraordinary in every way. Yeah, no, Dave, I love you. I appreciate you for you know being one of her number one fans. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you know I, I just think that uh, this is the United States, and uh, you can have those kinds of goals. And uh, but you know the point that you often make when we talk about Jessica is uh, this isn't just signing on the dotted line and getting that gig. I mean, this is putting your heart, your soul, your body. Years. Years, just investing, uh, just just investing in it. And so when we talk about a, a brand promise, someone makes a brand promise and it's 
it's it's such a good brand promise you're like whatever um then you're you're probably missing the boat because uh the company that has that brand promise is committed to that brand promise now let's do you have any examples of just ginormous brand promises from brands that we may know well you know we live here in colorado so the first one is coors light and their brand promise is the world's most refreshing beer and you know there's some people out there that agree with that yeah there and there will be people that uh, won't agree with that right and we'll talk about that in a second in terms of uh a brand promise isn't for everyone that's right right what else uh, you got the bmw you know that's close to my heart and your heart is the their brand promise is the ultimate driving machine ultimate driving machine the ultimate driving machine disney is where dreams come true i mean what kind of brand promise is that i mean that's that's enormous. I'm not bringing my wife down there. Yeah. She'll, she'll wind up with somebody else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just joking. And you'll be broke. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Walmart's brand promise, and I would imagine your average Walmart shopper has no idea what Walmart's brand promise is, but it's to save money, that makes sense, and live better. That's, hmm. that's, that's a, I'm not quite sure... I've been to enough Walmart, so I'm not quite sure if they're living up to that second part. But uh, well, then, well, I mean, it's they do, they offer something to somebody that may not be able to get that something for that price somewhere else. Oh, I, so yeah, if somebody's right. trying to live on a budget and trying to increase their personal cash, and they only have so much, so much means, then Walmart very could live up to that promise that person. And it is a mindset, Dave. I mean, I remember you and I were going to hit some golf balls. Uh, early in the fall and uh, so I ran to Walmart because it was close by and grabbed a sweatshirt and uh, you know I'm thinking yeah I'll wear this thing a couple of times and throw it away and it's a great sweatshirt so you know it's a mindset too I mean we have Absolutely. a mindset around Walmart but they are making people give them better life they're 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 well there's it's just like we'll, we'll get into it but it's it's not for everybody yes right right right, right totally, perfect totally. example well, t- tell me more about that, Dave. What do you, you know, a brand promise, a company's brand promise can't possibly be for everyone. Well, Coca-Cola. You got Coca-Cola. Um, they have a phenomenal brand promise, but not everybody loves Coke. Some people love Pepsi. And so you don't want to force the people to love Pepsi. You, you are not to drink Pepsi. You have to drink Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is a huge brand everywhere in the world. And millions and millions of people enjoy it. Yeah, there's millions of people that don't, but that that's okay. Sure. It's okay to sure. have difference in opinion. You have libertarians and Democrats and Republicans too. There's it's okay to be different. Sure. And, sure. and so like our brand promise, we guarantee to double the value of your business in three years, we give you your money back. It's for the people that are very serious about their business, that want to tighten up their bootstraps, lean into someone else's knowledge and say, I'll take you up on that guarantee. Let's go make this happen. But if you're like, ah, I'm skeptical. I don't think it's ever gonna. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. And I really don't want to put all that time and effort into it. I'd rather just run a machine. Then it's not for you, right? No, I don't think they get to point to the second point. I think when when we when we give our brand promise to people, they look at us and they say, um, like, yeah, whatever. They don't believe that we could be that good, right? I mean, you know, the fact of the matter is. In Fortune 100 companies, if you approach a CEO of a Fortune 100 company, if you don't give him that kind of brand promise, he's going to kick you out the door. So, you know, for the large 
our enterprise level client, our brand promise works, but that's not our target market. Our target market is small to medium sized business. The small to medium sized business owner is very skeptical of our brand promise. And I think maybe we could have more success with our brand promise if we let them know. And oh, by the way, it is going to require a lot of work on your part. Right? I mean, because I think they think we're just going to come in with some uh, pixie dust and yeah, and uh, just make it happen. And uh, no, it's 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 not that. It's a it's a process. It's a discipline. It's it's hard work, uh, but it's infinitely doable. Just like Jessica, you know, it's 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 hard work. It's but it's possible because. No, this is American. The, the truth of the matter is, when somebody engages EGS, they're engaging 35 years uh, of one person and 25 years of another worth of experience. You're talking 60 years of experience, and it's just like it's like going somewhere with a map. It's like, hey, we've we've been down this road before. We know that there's a hairpin turn about two and a half miles, and it's going to go left. You need to back off the gas, touch the brakes a little bit, and navigate this turn. And when you have somebody that you can lean on with that kind of experience, it's valuable. It's really valuable. And then, but is it is it easy? Absolutely not. I mean, we have clients that text us and call us and, and engage us on a regular basis, say, hey, this is what's going on here, this is what's going on there, what do you think? It's ultimately their choice what to do. We give them the very best option that, uh, that we can come up with, that we've experienced, and, and we lead them in the right direction. And we're confident enough in that 60 years experience to say, we know we can navigate your path. That's why we only swim in our lane, which is typically the trades. The trades and people that are relative to the trades, uh, that is who we deal with. Because we know we aren't gonna swim in a lane that we're not good at. So we only swim in a lane we're good at. We only market to the people that we know are good at. We know that we can fulfill our brain promise, right? Absolutely. And when we encounter, or we first engage our client, and uh, we have clients that have been in business for 15, 20, 25 years, and I'm just not experiencing the success that they like to, to see, and that's why they bring us in. And, uh, and when we look at that business, and we do our assessment, there are about three or four really tough decisions that have to be made. And so there's, you know, and those decisions may relate to family members. Those decisions may work relate to existing personnel. Those families may, I mean, those decisions may re relate to, to investment, expense, um, you know, just doing things that you don't like doing. The truth of the matter is, is the, what they, the decision is going to be to do something different than they did yesterday. Yeah. You have to do, if you're going to do something exponentially, you're going to grow exponentially, you have to do something different. Now, now with our brand promise, say you engage somebody that has a phenomenal business plan and is extremely successful. Maybe their operational metrics are right on the nines. I mean, are you confident that we can double the value of their company in three years? No, I think... I think that we could probably get in there and, and uh, impact that business, but uh, there's opportunity costs. So if we have a wildly successful business that says, hey, come and double our, our profits, uh, yeah, we can come in there and invest like that, but our time would probably be better spent with those small and medium-sized businesses that are just surviving as opposed to uh, maximizing or thriving. And so. I, I think 
you're looking at me kind of strange. I, I, would, I would probably pass on, on so if, that. So if you're a $5 million business and your operational metrics are just on the nines, you would pass on that business? Uh, I think that there's enough companies that have business owners who uh, haven't taken a vacation in three years, haven't taken a vacation in five years, who have $1,500 in the bank, uh, who, uh, who uh, are, are worried about, about payroll. I, I, think, I think there's enough companies like that that we should invest our time and energy in. But what do you think? Well, I, I'm, I'm polar opposite of you. I'd say bring it. I mean, there's, if you have a company that is highly successful, uh, there are multiple levers to pull, uh, multiple plans to deploy. Um, but if you're very successful and you're, and you're hitting the ball 350 yards right down the middle of the fairway, that's fine. Then we oh, need to make, figure out how to do that more than just once. Make no mistake, I'm not suggesting that we couldn't uh, impact in a big way that that successful company. Well, a successful company, yeah. I mean, basically, if you're making a good part, if you're a production house and you make a good part on time, there's customers at your door. So the problem isn't becoming hitting nines in operational operational metrics. The, the problem is how do you service more customers? Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the assessment that we would make when we go in. That's right. So yeah. it would all be, hey, if you you would, if you're really well put together and you want to double your business, that's fine. We can do that. Double your profits? Double your, double your profits. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for that correction. But if you want to double the profits of that company that's operating really well, I think what you do is you analyze it. Okay, yeah, there, you definitely are hitting the, these marks. Generally, we find a few things to make that even tighter. And then you say, okay, if you're doing that good, you have customers lining up at your door. Now, the problem is, how do we service those customers and double that amount of profit that you're generating? Uh, it's, it's, it's called scaling. Yeah. And, yeah. So how, so, do, how do we scale this success is, is becomes the issue. So would you consider yourself an expert at scaling my home? Uh, well, I wrote a book on it, but that doesn't make me uh, make me an expert. <laughs> but so, but so, you, you see what I'm saying? Sure. I think we're in violent agreement. I mean, if, if a $5 million uh, uh, business owner came to us and said, hey, I want to, uh, right now I'm doing a million in profit. I want to double that to $2 million. I want to take you up on your brand offer. Uh, your brand promise be like, yeah, bring it on. I'm like you. I'll take the challenge. But so you wouldn't you you wouldn't lose any sleep at night over that, would you? I would not lose any sleep. I, I guarantee you, if we had someone come to us with a five million dollar business, a million dollars of profit, and said, I want this to be two million, that we couldn't make that happen in three years. In three years, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, and that's that's what I wanted to drill down to. I, I think we're always up for the challenge, but uh, where our heart is is, oh, we love that challenge. We love to do that. We also have such a huge heart for the businesses that need to, that need to learn, that are super stressed, that are paying the price at work, at home, physically, mentally, right? And these, these people that are just wearing themselves out day over day, life doesn't have to be that way. So we have a huge uh, labor of love that we want to apply toward that client. At the same time, the challenges are fun. Yeah, you know, David, it's, it's like this. I mean, I, I'm a baby boomer, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be biased towards baby boomers. But you know, the statistic is there's four million baby boomer business owners that are gonna be exiting in the next three to five years. Um, more than eighty percent of them plan on funding their retirement from the sale of their business, but less than twenty percent of them will actually get to sale their business because the business is not saleable. 
that's 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 a travesty. That is a a, a national disaster waiting to happen. And I, I, I want to do our part. I want I want to help those baby boomer business owners who have a train headed, you know, towards their business. And uh, there, there's just so much that can be done to change those lives. So, I uh, you know, yeah, five million dollar business. Doing a really good job. Can we help them? Sure. And would we help them? Sure. But but my heart certainly is for those uh, baby boomer business owners that are, that have got to do something different, or else uh, we're going to have a whole generation lost. Last question. I'm a Gen Xer, and you're a baby boomer. So last question. This is a tough one. Yes. So when we encounter a baby boomer that we've talked to them, we walk through their shop, and it's like, man, they need our service like nobody's business because we know the impact we'd have in six months would just, these people would sleep better at night and, sure, and they'd sure. put more in their pocket. Why are those people so skeptical? Um, yeah, I think, it, you know, part of it is uh, just the baby boomer as a, as, a, as a generation. We are so independent and, and um, you know, we just think, well, you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps and if you're not doing that, then you're weak. Um, you know, there's just all kinds of crap that we picked up along the way as a generation, I think. Um, because you're right, when we have Gen Xers, we talk to them about our, our brand promise and we talk to them about our strategy. They're all over it. I mean, they're just, okay, I, you know, I, I need to help and right. you can help me. They'll say, hey, what do I have to lose? Yeah. If yeah. you're guaranteeing this, what do I have to lose? I'll give it a shot. What's the worst thing that can happen? I double my profit? Yeah. Or I get my money back? I mean, yeah. the worst... Worst case, it's nothing. So baby boomers are so proud, um, and and they will just cut their nose to spite their face. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but we'll continue to 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 beat the drum, and 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 we'll continue to talk to baby boomer business owners and and present the value proposition and our brand promise. And some will come, and some won't come. Yeah. Well, we want the very best for all of our clients, and and the clients that. Uh, you know, are courageous enough to engage us or, or lean on to a coach or a mentor, a business coach or a mentor. We, we always, always, regardless of where you are, you need that in your life. Uh, we want you to be successful. We want you to rest easy at night. We want you to have a wonderful family life, home life. We want you to have time to do some relaxing things that you want to do to invest in yourself. Um, and we want to double the value of your business in three years because we know we're not going to be giving your money back. Right on, dude. Right on, Mike. We at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. If you want more information, go to our contact page at www. EBITDAgrowthSystems.com. That's E-B-I-T-D-A growthsystems.com.